and welcome back to episode seven of the Not Okay, seven. It's Okay podcast. Oh, wait, I put... What, okay, this was really seven. seven. Okay. So because it, it's backwards for <laughs> this, me. So. This is a space where it is okay to not be okay. Uh, Rashida and I are here to normalize mental health and normalize the struggle of trying to uh, balance as humans everything that is thrown at us on the daily. So hello and thank you hey, for coming everybody. Back. I just have to say that today is International Podcast Day. Happy International Podcast Day! Yes, yes. I'm just so excited about that. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so today, our topic is Therapy 101. We are answering burning questions and dispelling myths, spelling myths. about all things therapy. So thank you in advance to those of you who wrote in yes. and sent us some questions. That was really helpful. We got so many questions. We did. And we got some really good ones. Yeah. And it, so it's it really interesting for me both as a therapist mm -hmm. and as a, someone in therapy mm -hmm. to hear like so many, you know, just really, really an interesting perspective. So yeah. thank you again thank you. Thank for you, that. That was awesome. Gentlemen. Yeah. So I guess let's uh, start with you, Miss Rashida, on you have some statistics on yes. therapy. So why yes. don't you um, bust those out for us? So I want to shout out make a shout out mm -hmm. um, because it's the, the statistics that I looked up was from the national Who'd you from the <laughs> like going back and forth, the National Alliance of Mental, Mental. Illness oh. aka NAMI shout out to oh, NAMI yes. shout out to NAMI right they're there just amazing an amazing resource amazing resource they yep. they raise awareness mm -hmm. to promote and support um, individuals um, and their families with mental health yes, issues. Yes, a lot of resources, a lot education. of support groups, yes. education. So NAMI, N-A-M-I dot org, I believe. Yes. Correct. Yes. So it's a wonderful resource. Yeah. Thanks. So That's again, great. Yeah, if your family or loved one, you know, mm -hmm. is has somebody in the, you know that they're mm -hmm. dealing with that yep. has a mental health issue that is a definitely a great resource or if yes. you are dealing with it yourself so nami thank so, you yes. for being you so nami um it, not tsunami so nami that so, came out, oh, right? okay tsunami so nami so nami all right that's a cool name um so basically mm -hmm. um we i wanted to see how many people were receiving you know therapy counseling therapy mm -hmm. um and the Statistics are as follows, and this comes from um, the year 2018. I was 2018. Are we talking nationally, like within the U.S. In within the U.S. Cool. Adults. All right. And awesome. Use. So, 43.3% oh. um, of adults um, with a mental illness, um, look, you know, went and you know got therapy. Excellent. So they sought out therapy. Yes. And so those. Um, People who were had a diagnosable mental illness. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. So that's forty three percent. All yeah. right, not yeah. that bad. Not that bad. Okay, sixty four point one percent of U.S. adults mm -hmm. who had what we call SMI, severe mm -hmm. mental illness, mm -hmm. um, sought out. Well, that's treatment. A, that's a great number. I would like to see it higher, though. I obviously, I mean, sixty four percent. If you have a severe mental illness, we need treatment. We yeah. need treatment. We need skills. We need education. We right. need support to for family. Symptoms. Right. Okay. Um, and when we talk about our youths, our lovely youths, mm -hmm. um, 50.6% of U.S. youths, and I'm talking from the ages of 6 to 17, uh -huh. um, and this this number was from 2016. I don't mm -hmm. think we have a number yet for 2018, mm -hmm. um, have sought out 
treatment. I would imagine it is much higher I would think today. so, too. Absolutely. I would if think that's so too. 16, especially considering 2020 and what yeah. that's looked like, yeah. I would imagine. And I just kind of wanted to go, and you could continue to break this down even further, mm-hmm. but I wanted to hey, like... Cheryl. Hey, Cheryl and Connie. Hey, Connie. Hi. <laughs> so I wanted to, you know, figure out like how many males are mm, seeking out gender. treatment. Gender, I like that. Females seeking out treatment. I have my... What do, you, what do you think? Totally women more. How come? How come? Because, <laughs> uh, no offense, gentlemen, but women, I think, are um, much more uh, willing to ask for help. It's like the old directions thing when you get yeah. lost in a car. Yeah. Honey, pull over, ask for directions. No, no, no I know where I'm going. I got it, got it. <laughs> right? Okay. So what's what's the result on that? Ding, ding, ding. Males mm-hmm. see, seek out treatment. Uh, about 34.9% of mm-hmm. males seek mm-hmm. out treatment. Okay. Um, and it, again, this, this stat is from 2018. And females, 48.6%. All right, ladies. Okay. Okay. Well, listen. Well, you know, I mean, uh, males, that's almost 35%. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say that in my practice, I have a, a pretty good split. Maybe okay. 60 40 females to males. Okay. So I think males, I think that's great. men are out there asking for help more so. Yeah, so that's great. That's great. I mean, if you need help, get help. Good. What else you got? Oh, boy. You know, I took statistics in my master's program. Oh, if I ever got had to take, st- I did have to take statistics in my master's no, program, I'm- but yeah, that was that was not easy. I passed because I had a great group of people working. We, hey. It was a group. Like shout out to the support tech, system, support system, masters of education. Peace. Okay, <laughs> so what do you have? Because <laughs> we have a lot um, of questions. You know, so then I started thinking about like. Um, you know, breaking down, you know, what are people like, what diagnoses, what, you know, people are dealing with, mm-hmm. what is the percentage of people that are seeking treatment for what okay. type of diagnosis? So, for example, major depressive disorder, mm-hmm. um, it's 17.7 uh, people, you know. What about um, diagno- What about uh, statistics on, you know, us, you know, people who are just struggling on the daily, not necessarily diagnosable mental illness, um, anxiety, anxiety, okay. de- slash depression, slash stress. Was there forty eight percent? Wow, seek out treatment. That's great. That's right. Okay, so let's get that number yes. up there, though. But forty eight percent. Good for anxiety, and that was in 18, 2018. 2018. Okay, cool. Good. Awesome. Ooh, I feel like that was like just a, a nice little like educate. Well, that's you. I feel like it's Rashida and her facts. <laughs> so are we ready to move into some of these questions? Yes, let's Dispel some myths and rumors about therapy. Get rid of them. Get rid of them and ask some burning questions. So here we go. Question number one. Hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. Why would I want to talk to a therapist? <laughs> so I like that one. And I'm not, we're not uh, naming who sent it, obviously. So uh, why would we want to talk to a therapist? Now, you know, I think about like, how was it like, because you can't read too much into like, you know, like an email or a text or mm-hmm. whatever. But, you know, it was it like, why do I want to talk to a therapist? Or was it, why does so let's answer it from both perspectives. So yeah. ask me, ask me, ask me whichever way you want. Why I got to talk to a therapist for? Well, I would say because therapists provide that kind of unbiased, judgment-free 
kind of space, right? Different from those, like a lot of people are like, why would I want to go to therapy? I can talk to my friends or I can talk to my family, Mm -hmm. right? But family and friends love you all, but you are biased. Mm -hmm. You have certain biases regarding your issues. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think you should go talk to a therapist. Um, Yeah. And so it's (laughs) to be without judgment and to have that, that kind of sacred space where you know it is you and this person who has um you know we've signed we we have taken our ethics classes we you know we have to abide by certain laws and rules you know HIPAA confidentiality which we'll get into so I think that would be my reason because I think it's really a really good reason okay yeah absolutely I mean I think I would kind of answer that that the same way for like, why would I talk to therapy, you know? Yeah, I mean, you get, like, someone who's, like, neutral, you mm-hmm. know? Because sometimes, you know, family, neutral, yeah. you know, they put their emotions or sure. their values opinions. and opinions yes. on, on you. So right. it's nice to have someone who doesn't know you, mm-hmm. you know? Right, absolutely. Okay, good. Okay, good. Yay. Um, hi, Steph. Steph, How you doing? Steph. Oh, thank you. Aww. I'm glad to be joining you on your drive. <laughs> drive safely. Uh, okay, question number two. Two. This one is one that I've really heard a lot. Does going to therapy make me weak? Ooh. Ooh. And, yeah, a very common question. So. Weak. How would you answer that? I I guess it's, how do you define weak? Mm. You know, like, is it because you're feeling vulnerable because you're opening up to somebody because you're sharing things that you may have never shared before? Exactly. So I think that that absolutely stems back to our original family culture. Mm -hmm. What was, what did therapy mean in your home? Right. We spoke about this um, a -hmm. couple of shows ago. Um, What, you know. Did therapy equal weakness in your family system, your family of origin? Were you cultured to believe it makes you weak? Personally, I think it makes you strong. You know, it it is like it is such a power. Yeah. Being able to acknowledge you one that that there's something kind of not right here. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not feeling good. I'm feeling stuck. Right. But for me, it, it, it takes guts to share your truth. It does. It does to, to and share. And to search for answers yeah. as well. Because, you know, we're searching for this truth. And, you know, some of these, you know, sometimes we have those incredible aha Oprah moments. say aha moments. So of course you are. It was. Because we're twins. Um, so, you know, sometimes we have those Oprah aha moments, but sometimes we kind of unearth some pain. Yeah. And some surprising pain that we yeah. didn't know that our brain had done such a good job slash not good job in protecting us yeah, from feeling. Yeah, I agree. And I just love the connection. When mm-hmm. you start connecting, you know, mm-hmm. the dots like, oh, yeah. this is why mm-hmm. I do what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. I have been really connecting. I yeah. can't wait till tomorrow at 10 o'clock. I have so oh. much to talk to her about. Um, so, OK, does therapy make me does going to therapy make me weak? We don't think so. No, not at all. We don't think so. At all. Um, and we'd love to hear from you guys yeah. that are listening. Yeah. You know, what so, your thoughts are. Right. And, and, and perhaps we need to go in there and redefine what strength and weakness mean. Yeah. Right. Maybe yeah. it's time to go back in and take that inventory, reassess. Yeah. The truth for me 10 years ago might not be the truth now because we evolve. Right. Yeah. I mean, will we say someone's weak if they go and seek medical attention because they're medically not feeling well, mm-hmm. you know, like for sure, you know, Yeah. before when I was growing up, mm-hmm. it was like, 
just slap a Band-Aid on it. Mm-hmm. You know? Put some ice on it. You're good. Yeah, it's like the, the thing needed stitches. Mm-hmm. But okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. That's a, that's a great point that yeah. you just made. So, yeah. So we think it's a sign of strength, both on the professional and personal yeah. tip. So, uh, yeah, next. How does confidentiality work? And this is a great, very common question and part of the whole intake process. Yes. Right? Yes. So I know in my office, when I am seeing clients, there's, you know, there's paperwork involved. They have signed confidentiality agreements. It's all literally because of the law. We Mm -hmm. have to give them HIPAA laws and all of their rights, rights as as, uh, patients. So for me, I like to think of it like Vegas. My office is like Vegas, Vegas. And what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah. Because it's like we can't go to a party mm-hmm. and then, you know, like, you know, talk about, you know, our, our clients. We can't oh, just no. be like, oh, my gosh, did no, you no, know no. such and such said this in yeah, the session? No, we absolutely can't, can't not. do that. No. And we don't. So I like to think of my office like Vegas. Mm-hmm. It stays there unless. Right. So there are a couple of unlesses. Yes. Yeah. So, um if a client discloses or if you disclose to your therapist that you want to hurt yourself or somebody else or that there is a child in danger being neglected or abused, we have the rights to break confidentiality in order to keep you and and the child and the other person safe. Yeah. So um, and that is our call. Yeah. But we do. Um, this is something that we would talk through. You know, and depending yeah. on the level of if if we were in crisis, yeah, I've you know? had I've had those challenging moments, mm, you know, I'm in the sure. emergency room, Please. and you know, in working with uh, youth um, who sure. share that they've, you know, been abused in some way, right? You know, and again, you know, you're you know, you're not just doing therapy with you know, that individual, mm-hmm. you, you try to do it with the family as well. Right. And so having to call DCPNP, mm. you know, um, because I'm obligated, I'm a mandated reporter. Right. You so DCPNP, did you want to share for those who don't know? Division of Children Protective, Protective Permanency, mm-hmm. maybe not in that order. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yes, right. just to protect that that child mm-hmm. or youth. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's hard because sometimes, yeah. you know, um, you know, parents get upset that, of you know, that this. And, and it's also, you know, it, it especially, you know, I work with a very few mm-hmm. um, adolescents and it's that that delicate line that you have because they trust us yeah. and they don't want us to tell their families. But yeah. we have to keep it very clear yeah. and make that, um, you know, if you continue to speak this way or yeah. or put yourself in harm's yeah. way, we need to discuss it. I always do it in the beginning, like mm-hmm. to be transparent. Like, oh, for sure. And I, and I say, hey, like mm-hmm. if you tell me that mm-hmm. you're, you know, have hurt yourself, you're going to hurt yourself, you have mm-hmm. intent, plan, mm-hmm. or that you've, you know, you want to go and harm somebody, you know, I, I let you know right up front that, yes, you know, I would have to report yeah, that. Absolutely. So basically, um, in a nutshell, confidentiality, usually what happens in the office never, ever, ever, ever leaves that office. Um, and uh, unless these, you know, few cases come up where right. somebody could be in danger, then it's our job to protect. Right. Um, and yeah, Ooh, Virginia, you love my frames. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're great. Very nice. Oh, and Connie, you said something. Oh, going to therapy is a strength. Yes, it is a strength to have the insight 
to see that you need help sorting things out so you can feel better. Right on, Connie. Yes. 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 Awesome. It's Good. Important. So confidentiality, I think we have um, kind of covered yeah. that. Yeah. And if anybody, again, if you have any additional questions, just, you know, put it out there mm-hmm. and we'll answer it. Right. Oh, and always um, we need as therapists an emergency contact. Should anything happen, mm-hmm. we would be able to reach out. But right. we would never reach out to your emergency contact unless it was a super emergency, emergency. Yeah. a psychiatric emergency. And, and again, in the psychiatric emergency room, this is this has come up a lot mm, um, sure. where we have to call someone. So someone comes mm-hmm. in and we have to get collateral information, additional information. Mm-hmm. And individuals are like, you broke my confidence. No, it's an emergency situation. Right. You're coming into the mm-hmm. ER. Mm-hmm. We have the ability to Absolutely. contact. Absolutely. We need to. And, and something else I think that we should mention here as well. And I, I don't want to get too mm-hmm. caught up in it, but, you know, uh, suicidality. Right. Yeah. So sometimes in regular sessions, there is some talk about suicidal ideation and. Um, without intent, without a plan. And so that would not be considered, Mm -hmm. we would not break confidentiality. That's something that we would be processing through and working on. And us as the clinicians Mm -hmm. would always be assessing for that, you know, are we in crisis? Do they have a plan? Mm -hmm. Um, Do they have intent, means, that kind of stuff. So I just wanted to put that out there because we want to normalize the fact that if you are having those kind of thoughts, Mm -hmm. bring it in and trust in your therapist that the two of you can process through. And I think there's that fear a lot of people don't share that they're having those thoughts because mm-hmm. they're concerned right. of like, oh my gosh, you're going to call, you mm-hmm. know, crisis, yes. you know, I'm going to go to the hospital. Yes. And that doesn't always happen. No. We we do definitely do an assessment mm-hmm. if there is intent. Yes, plan. absolutely. Okay. So next, how do I find a therapist? I say go shopping. (laughs) Go shopping. Go out there and find somebody. You can go on Psychology Today. Mm -hmm. You can go on your insurance websites and shop, shop, shop. Yeah, and also word of mouth. Sometimes someone knows someone who... Yeah, it was really great and, mm-hmm. and, you know, it may work for you. Yep. You know, but it's like shoes, right? Yeah, you like, need a, the right size, the right fit. You got to be yeah. comfortable. You're going to be walking lots of miles with yes. this person. Yes. Um, yes. You are, it's a partnership, it is a team. So shop, shop, shop. If you have yeah. preferences, if you'd prefer to see the same um, gender, mm-hmm. if you would prefer to see the opposite, you know, whatever. There's so many therapists out there. There's yes. so many therapists with various specialties, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, not all therapists are fit for every, everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Absolutely. So find your match. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to shop around. Our feelings don't get hurt if you shop around. I know at the end of my intakes, I always say, listen, go home, think, um, and and shop around and yeah. then mostly they're like no I love you you're so great um, oh Hillary I wish you were my therapist. oh I we wish, talked about this already. I know I know we we just we just can't can't cross that bridge oh, honey oh boy but thank you I appreciate that um so yeah so go shopping insurance websites psychology today that we have profiles up you can read you can see if if. Look at the styles. Mm-hmm. A lot of people even have video up um, and you can feel free to call the therapist and have a consult on the phone. I know yeah. I'm always willing to talk and give like 15 minutes, a half an hour. And a lot kinda... of, yeah, a lot of therapists are doing that. Yes. Doing, you know, so you can get a feel of, mm-hmm. hey, you know, am I 
finding a little bit of a connection here. Right. You know, are they yeah. answering my questions? Do I feel comfortable? Because, mm-hmm. you, you know, the, you want to feel comfortable when you go to therapy. Absolutely. And we all have our different styles yeah. and no style. If there's not one that's better or worse. It's just what you feel comfortable with. So yeah. get out there and try on your therapist. Try it on. Try us on. Try it on. Good. Uh, what else? Anything to add? Oh, I got no. another question. I, I'll go with the new question. Isn't it better? Oh, wait, hold on. We got some stuff there. What? What's going on? What do we have? Therapy helps turn shit into flowers, and I'm all about the gro- that growth. Ooh. Only thing is that many people have gone to several therapists, and they find that they don't help. Mm. What about that? Question mark. Mm. Is it possible that therapy won't work? That's a good question. Interesting. So, I mean, anything is possible. I would say that um, you have to shop around. And if you to go with your gut and if you feel like it's not working, then trust that, you know, and also I would ask about what kind of what are they using? What kind of therapeutic treatments are they using? Are they cognitive uh, behavioral therapy? Do they use DBT? Is it psychoanalytic? Um, Because there are certain styles that are more comfortable. And yeah, Yeah. I remember, um, you know, I've went to many different therapists and Mm -hmm. again, various different styles. And, um, I had got rid of a therapist or stopped seeing a therapist, Mm -hmm. um, because Mm. she would challenge me because I was like, Whoa, she's, she's getting deep and she's challenging me, Mm. you know, because I thought Mm -hmm. therapy was supposed to be, you're supposed to agree with everything that I said. (laughs) Who told you that? (laughs) Me. And, uh, we just dispelled a myth. We are not supposed to just sit there and say, you're right. You're you're right. right. Well, at least not in my office. Don't call me. (laughs) No, but I, and, um, you know, looking back now, and again, that's growth on my part, you know, looking back now, you know, that I, I, that's what I needed. Mm-hmm. I needed to, to be, be pushed out of your comfort. Right. Yeah. Well, listen, we like to be comfortable as humans. Yeah, of course. We don't like discomfort. No, not uh-uh. at all. No. So interesting, though. Good, good story. Just but I that hope that there. answers your question. But I believe in therapy. And I think that maybe sometimes if you've tried a couple of people and it hasn't worked, maybe we need to explore um, some past stuff. Maybe there's... Mm-hmm. Um, If there's a trauma history Mm -hmm. that you're unaware of, um, yeah. So I would definitely stay at it. And um, if you need help with some referrals, Steph, you know, hit us up. Hit us Uh, up. DM or PM us. (laughs) (laughs) There's the lingo. And I want to say, like, you know... um, it's almost like relationships, right? You know, how many mm-hmm. relationships did you have to go through to find that person? How many print? How many frogs you got to kiss toes. before you get a print? I don't think it was. <laughs> it was some toads. Ah, uh, yeah, true. Prickly little things. <laughs> <laughs> so, Steph, if you need help with us connecting you, we will certainly be willing to do that. Just send us a message. Um, but I would stick with it because you're obviously you're if you're out there looking, it's because something you are looking to process through and get unstuck or continue to grow and so we gotta yeah yeah connie has a question um i can't see does a ther does Mm -hmm. a therapist ever feel that they are not a good match for a client absolutely yeah yes Mm -hmm. absolutely and so it is our responsibility to then be honest Mm -hmm. and refer out i've done that uh quite a few times i've seen clients for probably three, four, maybe five sessions once we really get to know each other. And again, if we uncover a significant trauma past, Mm -hmm. 
um, I would always refer to a trauma specialist yeah. because while I've studied it, I like to refer, mm-hmm. you go to the best, like this has been wonderful and we've connected, but I think you would have more, mm-hmm. I would be doing you a disservice if I didn't refer you out. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, you know, it's, it's about the client, you yes. know, the client is number one, Yeah. you know, and it's, you know, that's cl- good client care, mm-hmm. you know, making sure that they're getting what they need, mm-hmm. you know, um, and not just kind of, I mean, you know, s- some people, you know, will, you know, therapists will do therapy mm-hmm. and it may not be their specialization, but they have a supervisor that are, that is assisting them sure. through that, which is possible. Sure. Oh, absolutely. You know. Absolutely. But yeah, it is it is common. And I, I know at the Empowerment Center, I always have to plug my own my own place, <laughs> me and Kristen and Robin and, and then our associates. Uh, yes. Yeah, that is absolutely how we work. We will absolutely refer out. You yeah. know, it's it's not about keeping the business. It's about referring out and making sure everybody is yeah. being taken care of um, in the best possible way. Right, right. So Hello, great Albert. question. Hey. Hey. Hi. Um, okay. So next question. So did we say if I go to therapy, does did we get to that one? If I go to therapy, does it mean that something is wrong with me? Did we no, get that one yet? We talked okay. about week. Okay. Kind of similar. So oh no, here we are. Is it better to solve my own problems? <gasps> Um, I was almost going to go vanilla ice, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> oh, Christian wants me to do it. If there was a pro- Oh, come on. Oh, oh, oh come on. <laughs> come on. Like, you got me kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding at all. Do it. Um, so, it makes you happy. Of course. So if there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Come on. Rashida, where were you on that one? I don't know. Like, I was, I don't, I don't know what just happened here. Okay. I was drinking my So nice- is it better to solve my own problems? <laughs> Sometimes... Sometimes we can solve our own problems. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if we give ourselves the time and space and care and utilize some some journaling and mm-hmm. self-care, mm-hmm. absolutely. Right. And, and, you know, just, you know, really thinking it through, being able to, if it's an issue with another person, being mm-hmm. able to see it from their point of view and, you know, mm-hmm. but... Who doesn't want to just a therapist? To, I mean, to just, I'm a big know. fan. <laughs> I, I mean, I personally, I think that it helps to navigate things together. Like, yeah. yeah. So for, I'm, I'm a good example, right? I'm a therapist mm-hmm. and I could probably solve my own problems. But like, <laughs> you know, I prefer to be able to take out my stuff and dump it out in the yeah, middle and yeah. then have me and her parse it, parse through it together, process, shine the light in those dark corners that I might be avoiding for some reason. Um, So yeah, for me, I I just think it offers another perspective, another lens to kind of look at things through. There was many times where I wasn't conscious of certain things. Like Mm, it just was not in my awareness. Like just now when I was trying to do vanilla ice and you were like, no. Was I supposed to? I was just like. So go ahead. I'm sorry. um, So it wasn't in your awareness. It it wasn't in my my awareness. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the therapist helped to kind of bring that out. And I don't know if I, if I didn't have the therapist, if I would have been conscious of, Mm -hmm. you know, some of those, the things I was dealing with. Absolutely. And yeah, because it's that outside unbiased perspective, right? Where they can kind of look at things that can be, yeah. And and they can be pretty obvious, but not to us. Right. It's almost like when you watch a horror movie, (laughs) right. And you know, you know, like don't go up those stairs. Don't go in the room, you know, Uh because you know, the music changed. And <laughs> it got quiet and she's uh-huh. shaking. Shh, shh, or him. 
like that, you mean? <gasps> yes. <laughs> okay. Right? It's like the therapist can see mm-hmm. all those. And the therapist can also, you know, help you go through those really scary doors. Oh. And ooh, offer. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, right? Yes. And offer that support because it is a delicate process. Someone who is exploring these scary doors for the first time wow. and walking through them, you're walking through in a partnership, in a relationship yeah. with protection, with yeah. care. And not knowing like what you're going to find or Absolutely. What. So to have yeah. that, you know, to have that uh, support yeah. and guidance and to make sure that, you know, we're, we're caring, we're doing the aftercare, right? It's not yeah. only going through that yeah. door. It's before we wrap up. Rashida, that was a lot. Are yeah. you okay? Yeah. Because it can be, you know, like you just had surgery. Yeah, it absolutely can be. Or, you know, when we do go back and visit past traumas, it could be re-traumatizing all over again. So we really have to watch out for that, you know, on the clinical tip. You know what I mean? Yeah. So great. Yeah. With that. Someone has a great question. Okay. What what about folks that go to therapy for their entire adult life? Would that mean they are not learning the tools to deal with their issues? It may feel embarrassing to go to a therapist and let them know you've been in therapy for 40 years. Mm, great question. That is a great question. Great question. And I mean, I I can answer this personally and say that I am going to be in therapy until the day I die. How come? Because it is self-care for me. Mm-hmm. It keeps me (laughs) or attempts to keep me uh, showing up in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. Um, I take a lot on all week long Mm -hmm. in work at home. And I just think I'm I'm always going to want to know the whys. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, you know, not some at people, all. You know, that's what they need, mm-hmm. you know, and I think sometimes, you know, we point the finger at like, oh, my gosh, the person is in, you know, constantly in therapy. Mm-hmm. But therapy can be just so beneficial. on Absolutely. And especially if we're switching it up with therapists, like, yeah. don't get me wrong, you can stay with your therapist because you build this relationship mm-hmm. and space. Um, but sometimes you might need some cognitive behavioral therapy and we n- might need to work on habits and extinguishing yeah. uh, behaviors. Yeah. Um, we might have to go into relationship work. Mm-hmm. You know, there are so many different kinds of therapy that I would say, please do not be embarrassed. Don't be. At all. Um, it is common. Um, people go in and out of therapy. Mm-hmm. They're in therapy for 15 years. They take a break. They come back in. Yeah. I think of it. I love like analogies. I think of like a car. I couldn't tell. No, you couldn't. <laughs> I think of like a car, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, after you get to that a certain amount of miles, it just seems like everything just starts breaking down. Sure. But um, but you got to just, you know, tune keep, up. keep tuning it up. Some yeah, people absolutely. just need just, consi- mm-hmm. just consistent tune up. Yeah. Some people, you know, they can, you know, go in and they got it and they absolutely and they're OK. Right. I, I that's great. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. So this is your personal journey, Connie, and whatever fits for you yeah. works for you. There is yeah. no right and wrong here. I right. think the only wrong here is if you're hurting or you're suffering or you're stuck and you don't go for help. Yeah. You know, and, and also too, just know that when you're with your therapist, there's a treatment plan. Mm-hmm, so sure. the, the treatment plan basically identifies what goals mm-hmm. you're working towards. Absolutely. You know, and some people, it takes some of their short-term goals, mm-hmm. which yes. are more immediate. And then there's the long-term goals. So it, it may just take time to, you may be hitting those short-term, but those long-term goals, you haven't gotten there yet. Absolutely. And since we evolve, new things come up. Oh, yeah. And we want to work on new things. Yeah. And we got one life to live, so we might as well 
want to do it in the Ooh, best possible. Only got one. All life to live. live. That was a oh yeah, one life to soap live. operas when soap, they were in. totally. They're cool. Oh, oh, who do we got? Rita. What's the difference between cognitive behavioral therapy and the other types of therapy? Great well, question. Well, well, so briefly, cognitive behavioral therapy or CBT, which we've it's come up a lot yeah. on the shows. Um, basically, in a nutshell, we link our thoughts, our behaviors and our feelings together mm-hmm. and. We look, a lot of people, CBT would be appropriate when we are working to make changes in either our thoughts, our behaviors, Mm -hmm. or our feelings. Yeah. And we can attack it from any angle. Remember that CBT triangle, it's all connected no matter what. Yeah. Um, uh, Other types of therapy, there's strict just talk therapy, psychotherapy, psychoanalytics, where you kind of really dive deep. Imago. Imago, right? I can speak on that. I'm working on my certification. So that is um, relational therapy, Uh where we concentrate more on the space between keeping Mm -hmm. that a safe space where where we can you know couples or or anyone in a relationship could speak freely Mm -hmm. and and without worry um of judgment or shame uh emdr like uh yeah for trauma right for trauma emdr is a trauma therapy there's dbt which is dialectical behavioral therapy Mm -hmm. which is very much like cbt but we put mindfulness in there right so we kind of uh yeah. What else? What else do we have that we can throw out there's, there? There's so many. That's a great question, so though. Many different types and of and this is a, a very appropriate question to talk to when you're shopping. Mm-hmm. Ask the therapist, how do you work? Yeah. Um, what do you use? You know, if someone asked me that, I would say I, motivational um, interviewing, interviewing yeah. is, is I, I'm a I'm a whole mess of schmet of things. Yeah. But and, and you're going to you're going to find that eclectic. Right. Yes, and you know, that's that, that a lot yes. of therapists are eclectic, but they may have certain things that they truly specialize in, like a doctor, mm-hmm. right? It's, yeah, you know, you go to school, become a doctor, and then mm-hmm. you specialize in, in toes. <laughs> I don't know, like in heart or the toes. I don't know. There's got to be someone. Yeah, podiatrists specialize in the toes. What made you go to the feet? I don't know. I usually don't like feet, but I was thinking <laughs> of cute little toes. So great question. Please ask. Ask your therapist, hey, do you do CBT? Um, yeah. How do you work? The, you are allowed. We want you to ask us questions. Yeah, and if you don't understand the type of therapy, just mm-hmm. ask them to break it down. What is what is that therapy mean? How mm-hmm. long would, you know, because some therapies are, sh- are shorter in duration, mm-hmm. right? right? You know, so just ask, ask, ask yes. away. Just like if you go to the doctor, you're going to ask, they say, you know, you have this diagnosis, you're going to ask questions. Well, unless you get white coat syndrome and you get uncomfortable like asking questions, which is why it is always a great idea to write down notes in a journal. I have my, I, I know I've mentioned it before on mm-hmm. here, I have my note in a phone, In, in <laughs> my note in a phone. I have a note <laughs> in my phone with things that I want to touch upon with my therapist. And so coming in or, you know, to either your your first intake appointment or that, uh, you know, if you talk on the phone just to kind of have a consultation, have some questions. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Or just slip in the paper like here. So what do I expect? So great question. Thank you. Um, what do I expect on my first visit? Oh, well, you know, uh, basically it's a an intake. Uh, intake, them getting to know you. So they're mm-hmm. going to be asking you questions, you know, like history. Yeah, history. Medical. Yeah, medical. Healthy. 
family of, you know, family, of origin, family history, social, social medications you may be yeah, on, um, substance any, use. Yep. Substance use, any history of yeah. psychiatric hospitalizations. Yeah. And then the million dollar question of what brings you to therapy? What brings you to therapy? Yeah. You know, because something is going on right now that has that you said, you know, I want to talk to yeah. somebody. You took the leap. You you mm-hmm. said, yeah. So that is kind of what happens. I know when I work with that. I don't like to be very off the paper, like, okay, when was your last blah, blah, blah? Who are you? What I kind of, you know, been doing it. And so it becomes conversational. Yeah. And then, but there's also therapists who do have the pen and the paper and they write down, you know. Yeah. Preference. That's that's okay, too. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, So, yeah. I also think, too, you should be looking at their office space, you Mm -hmm. know, and looking for a license. Oh, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> make sure. Like, what are you yeah, like? Follow me down this dark alley. I can definitely process that with you. Uh, oh, yeah, look yeah. on the walls. Look at their, you know, see what they're, that they yeah. have a license that, and that it's current. Yes. And you can check all of that on. Uh, well, in New Jersey, it's New Jersey Customers uh, Customer Division Affairs. Consumers, Division of yeah, Consumer, Consumer Affairs. Affairs. You yes. can see if there was ever any um, actions taken against yeah, them. Yeah, valid current licensing. Yeah. Yes. Know. So do I have to lie on the couch? No, but why wouldn't you want to? Bed bugs? Um, there are no bed bugs in my office. I didn't say yours. Okay, just, I'm saying. just saying. There's some My you know, couch you're free to lay on. But I hear you. Yes, okay, fine. But no, you don't have to lay on a couch. <laughs> She's like, really? Yeah, really. <laughs> so you can sit on a chair, you can uh absolutely lay on the couch if you want to. Some people have sat not sat on the floor. Actually, I can tell you a little therapy story about my personal self. Okay. It's not one of the therapy horror stories which we'll share. Okay. <laughs> but this one was um I had this incredible therapist in Brooklyn. She was amazing. Um and there we were in her office and there was this smell and it wasn't it wasn't horrible but it was it was like making my anxiety you know how we you get no it wasn't it wasn't calming. it wasn't calming it was very upsetting to my oh. whole chi like it was upsetting <laughs> and it was actually making me more anxious oh, no. and so of course i was like i don't want to say anything it's rude you know blah 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 so what i did ask her to do mm-hmm. i was like would you mind if we did a walk and talk and so we used to walk the streets of Bay Ridge together oh, wow. and just walk and talk. And um, so therapists will be accommodating in that way as well. So, you yeah. know, and I, I've seen a lot of different offices, you know, and they want to make it as comfortable as possible. Mm-hmm. I've seen, you know, like, you know, people, mm. you know, the, you know, the, all the scents. And oh, stuff. I have aromatherapy in, in in the empowerment center. We have in all of the offices yeah. and the yeah. lighting and the. And um, I, I remember an individual who was um, very sensitive to mm-hmm. just really sensitive to the scents. Mm-hmm. So, yep. it's, you know, you can, you know, let them know if that's hundred is bothering you. Yeah, um, there I have a client. It bothers her and I make sure to mm-hmm. shut it off. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Great point. So, no, you don't have to lay on the couch. How long are sessions? Um, Typically, 
45 to 55 minutes, usually 55 minutes. Yeah. Um, My office anyway, it's 55 minutes to an hour. Yeah. Um, And how long do you... And the time goes quick too. I remember when I was in therapy, I'm like, time already? Like, oh my gosh, I I just got started. so mad. I was like, but but wait, what about this? (laughs) But we didn't talk about my dream. And then, and then this one was in my dream. Yeah. Yeah. I wait to the last, last minute to drop the bomb. Oh, doorknob therapy. Oh, that's, you're the, you're my favorite. (laughs) Yeah. There. Yeah. No, I don't recommend that. However, we will keep note and attend to that during the next session. But that's really funny. You're that guy. I'm that person, you know, like I will drop the, what the main stuff that I wanted to talk about. I love that. Um, Gotta go. So how long do we stay in therapy? We kind of talked about. Um, and again, it's something that you can talk with your therapist. We are a team. We are on the same team. Yeah. We've made these. Uh, I know I've said it before, but um, Mike, shout mm-hmm. out to Mike. Shout out. Uh, you know who you are. Um, <laughs> he always said you are the, pre- to the to the client. You are the president and CEO of this company. Oh, absolutely. I'm on your board of directors. Right. So kind of have that that relationship like that. so mike i use that all the time shout so out thank to mike you. yes um yeah what else um i think that is you guys have any more questions um you know i was thinking yeah. about like some no-nos and you know like <laughs> okay you know like i had a therapist who oh would constantly be looking at her cell phone Ew. like texting she's like oh i'm sorry excuse me what did that girl oh, from oh, Full I gotta, House I gotta, I gotta say? How this. rude. Yeah. That is terrible. Yeah, like, I, I, you know, I got to take this or, you know, it's just like, that's this is my time. Unless I can say one thing, unless the therapist has a, a client in crisis mm-hmm. at the moment and needs to answer a call from a hospital for collateral, that would be the only yeah. way. Uh, and that is something that your therapist should give you the respect enough to say, hey, I apologize. Yeah. I have my phone here. You know, they're right. Or, or if whoa, you know yeah, that you're waiting a for a phone call, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that's a no-no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love sure. eye contact. If you're not yeah. like looking in my eyes and, and just kind of, you know, connecting and stuff, that's a little inappropriate, Hillary. Mm. That's inappropriate. I'm looking in your eyes. I'm yeah, but it's the dreamy contact. eyes, Hillary. It's too dreamy. I think you're dreamy. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so what else? What were some of your no-nos? Um, and just, you know, just seeming like you're disinterested, which I guess goes with eye contact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it just, you know, just seeming seeming like you're really tired. And Hashtag you, you know, shop around. Yeah, like you're tired and you, you just want to hurry up and get the session over with because, you mm-hmm. know, you got to go home, you know, and do what you got to do. Yeah, so but, that would be a red flag. And I had a lot of horror stories then, I mm-hmm. guess. Oh, I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I, yeah, you want to share one? Yeah. <laughs> You want me to go first? You, go, go first. first. You, okay. You go first. Um, so I was talking to Hillary. We we're talking about like, you know, some of our horror stories. Um, mm-hmm. I've had more than mm-hmm. I want yeah. to talk about. But yep. um, I remember I was pregnant with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had been processing, you know, basically like, you know, just kind of talking about, you know, exploring my feelings and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um and as you all know that I have two, two of my boys have autism. Mm-hmm. And so I got pregnant again and we were, had been processing like the stress that comes along sure. with being a special needs parent. Yeah. And, um, I disclosed to her, I said, you know, Hey, I'm like, I'm, I'm pregnant with my next child. And she's just like, Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. yes. Um, I was, what? I, yeah. She's like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. 
Why why would she assume she, or judge that you were not happy? Of, ex- oh, exactly. No, no, it was no. just like like and that was my last session with her because it was just like that just kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. You know, you did just, you question? I'm sorry that that happened. Yeah. First of all, did you say anything in the moment or did you just not book again? I didn't say anything in the moment. One, mm-hmm. I was hormonal, like, mm-hmm. you know, sure. with this baby. Sure, and sure. I felt like I was going to like rip her head off if I <laughs> said okay. anything. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, and nothing in my mind, nothing she could say would just just. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I was just curious. You I know, mean, there was no like, you know, if she came at me and said like, oh, well, you know, so how are you feeling about that? Having mm-hmm. another child? Sure. At least That's, give you the chance to, right. to say if you're happy, unhappy right. or undecided. Oh, or shocked. so and she leaned into. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oof. No, no. Next. That was one of those. Bye, Felicia moments. moments. Yeah, that's terrible. Bye, Felicia. Sorry. Maybe that's horrible. Her, her name? No. <laughs> um, I actually have one, too, Rashida. And I think um, I did. I think we. I shared it with you. Yeah. Um, so when I first moved out to New Jersey, I was looking for a therapist because mm-hmm. I had to break up with my woman from Brooklyn who was incredible. Um, and I started seeing this new therapist. And in the beginning, it was good. It was like, you know, yeah. we were getting to know each other. And then probably around session five or six, we started to process my fears on attempting to have another child Okay, because I had already had my son, but, you know, considering, and I've shared before the, the trauma passed. Um, and we started, I started to talk to her about, you know, wanting to possibly have another child being really paralyzed with fear, yada, yada. And she looked me dead in the eyes and said, you have to have another child. What? Because what if something happens to your whoa, child? Whoa, 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 whoa. Could you imagine? Whoa. So I was like, boop, thank you for your time. Did and you I, end it like that? I ended it just like that. What made you not say to her, like, I was way too Brooklyn. It's <laughs> <laughs> same reason for you. Because my emotional and rational scale was way out of whack, not yeah. balanced. And I didn't want to show up like that. But I, I cried. I cried walking out the door. I cried. Yeah. I was in shock. I was, I was, I cried as well with yeah. my situation. Yeah. You know? So I'm sorry that happened. I'm sorry that happened to you. And so, and, this, I, and you know what I want to say is mm-hmm. like, it took me a while to get back into therapy after that. Sure. Episode. It leaves such a bad taste because I'm just like, okay, you know, you know, and again, you know, I'm like, Assume making the assumption that yeah. all therapists, the next one's going to be just like that one, which wasn't true. Right. But you can't help but form certain biases yeah. when things happen to us. We are affected by, you know, we are affected by experiences that we have. So right. here we are normalizing for you. We've all had bad therapy. Yeah. We've all had therapists who have really just not shown up in the way that we needed traumatized. in a responsible I was traumatized. way. Same. Traumatized. Same. How do you think? Yeah. I same. started questioning myself. Mm-hmm. Did mm-hmm. I, you know, was this a mis- Terrible. You know, oh, just, that's yeah. awful. That is awful. Um, so I need to open my book back because I'm not leaving. Um, so yeah, these are our stories. Yeah. Um, and so we hope that we've answered uh, some of your questions and we so appreciate your participation yeah, you guys were amazing, today and, and amazing. sending us some messages. Um, it is time for the bowl of shame. No shame. <laughs> it may be shame. And I believe I went first last time. <laughs> Did you? How do we not remember right. this? I'm going for We're going to have like the audience. Like, okay. Just- yeah, you guys got to keep tabs on us. Okay. Huh. 
Would you rather always be 10 minutes late or 20 minutes early? Uh, 10 minutes late or 20 minutes early. Always be. Always oh, be. Always be. Always. I'll be 20 minutes early because then, you know, like I can punch in. Yeah. Early. All right. Same. I like wants to be late. No, it's too anxiety provoking. Being late is like. I mean, such... I'm, I'm always late, but I mean. <gasps> are you? Yeah. I feel like you're not. You really? are? Yeah. I don't know, girl. I don't know what I mean. You are. You are there. You are bright eyed, bushy tailed. I don't know. There was a reason for that. Oh, but, um, okay. but no, like I start procrastinating. Like I'm on time. <laughs> like, you know, like I'm, I'm dressed, but then I just start mm -hmm. finding stuff to do. Like, you know, and I'm just like, before you know, I'm like, oh, my gosh. That never okay. happens to you? Um, I mean, I'm human, so sure it happens to me, but I make uh I make uh I Hi Lourdes! Hi Lourdes! Aw! Oh my god, I miss your face and I am so happy to see you pop up on here. Mwah. Um oh that just made I my never life. get the Mwah. Oh my gosh, no, you don't even understand. Like I can't. That just warms my heart, girl. How does it warm your heart? Um, it warms my heart. That is she was like, I mean, and is a college girl, like one of my sorority oh, sisters, and I have not seen her oh, face wow. in too long. But you know that just warm feeling you get, and no time has passed. That just happened. I want to put a little shmata on my head and run around because that was one of our jokes. Lord, um, I, I wish I got that reception. Yeah, I mean, and she you are is, so lucky. She okay? is. So she lucky. is fantastic and an incredible. Always has been an incredible heart. So. Shout out to Lourdes. Yes. Shout out. Um, so okay for me. Um, 10 minutes late is like a smack in the face. I really, yeah. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Ooh, I think it's very you. disrespectful I have, I have of time. Okay, I've been disrespectful, but I have to share this story because this this was amazing and not amazing. Okay, so I was late for a friend's wedding. Um, <laughs> so at I'm the, not, I'm not, I got nervous. I got nervous. <laughs> it's going to get wild in a second so i was so it was at the church so they were it was a church ceremony uh -huh. and i was i was late and i didn't know what door to go into the church and <laughs> i <laughs> did i tell you this story? no oh okay and so i and who i was with went in where the bride like where the room was and the bride is coming and i'm just like whoa and i'm like walking and i'm like oh my gosh <laughs> Yeah, no, that's not. I went through the wrong door. You think you would never be late again after something like that happening? I mean, maybe it was a good year before I okay know, went so back. It, it I write it myself. I write it myself. I went right okay. back to good. <laughs> so early, 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 late is rude. Nobody else's time is more precious. valuable. I just get swept Sorry. up. I feel like I'm so judgy right now. Swept like up, like that's okay. It happens. We're human. Life happens. Just know I'll juggling. Be, I was late to when we went to like um, Gina's thing. Remember? Oh, you were. Yeah, I, but you were also toting along a child, so that always, you know. Come on, there are there are definitely extenuating. I think it was just me. I, I, I can't <laughs> blame that little one. Oh, look, I gave you the out. <laughs> Fine, go ahead. What do we got? Would you rather be covered in fur or covered in scales? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> um. Fur, sure. Who I would be in scales. I would want to be in fur. For sure. For Scales? sure. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> Thank you. Um, mm. What? My answer is fur. But then again. It's so soft. Everybody would want to cuddle you up. That's amazing. Imagine how good hugs would be with fur. As I long know. as it wasn't like. like I, probably, in your... I probably have a little lint in my fur. 
<laughs> I think everybody has lint in their fur. Which one did you just throw back? We can't throw them back. I don't know why I do it. It's just like I it's just, okay. It's just a habit. So here we go. All right, covered in scales. Gina, 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 shout out, Gina. Hey, Gina. Gina. Yeah, we were happy to see her. She did show up. I did show up. Um, so that is our show. Um, next week. We are talking about the eight dimensions of wellness. Eight dimensions. If you want to know about that, you're just yeah, gonna have to going to have to stick in. We're going into scary. I think we're getting prepped for. I'm excited. Like, you know. <laughs> oh, Halloween. Yeah. No, that was just kind of like my. Yeah. If you don't know what eight dimensions are, then you have to wait. Um, so <laughs> you know I don't they know. can Google it. Maybe you can Google it. It's Eight fine. If you want to like um, extra credit, please continue to <laughs> share our um, link. This yes. link, uh, we are definitely up and running on SoundCloud. Like us on Instagram. Yes. Follow us on Follow Facebook. Us. And us. again, take care of yourselves, guys. This is a super stressful time. Um, it's been a struggle for me this whole week. I yeah, have really had here. to put myself in check. So take that time. Ask yourself when the last time you took a deep breath was. Yeah. Because you'll be surprised. A true deep breath. A true deep breath. Yeah. So give yourself some time to yeah. breathe. Until next week, same time. Until next week, same, same time. Place. Same place. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Be well. The Not Okay, It's Okay podcast includes casual conversations related to mental health, self-care, practical tips and resources, along with validation that not being okay is okay. You acknowledge and agree that the following warnings and disclaimers shall apply to all of our content. This podcast represents the opinions of Hillary Shear, LPC, and Rashida Cartwright, LCADC, and their guests to the show. The information provided is for informational purposes only, and we recommend that you consult with a healthcare professional for medical or mental health advice. The views and opinions expressed in the Not Okay, It's Okay podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. Do not use our content in lieu of professional advice given by qualified medical or mental health professionals. Always seek the advice of your own medical mental health provider related to your specific medical or mental health condition prior to implementing any recommendations or suggestions from using our content. Privacy is of great importance to us. That being said, all people, places, and scenarios mentioned in the podcast have been changed to protect patient confidentiality. 